0: All right, quiet in the studio. No more coffee, no more, and no more jokes. When I say fire in the hole, don't talk about last night's curry. Okay? That's it. All right. All right, quiet. (coughs) So unprofessional. Well, hello there. This is Jonathan Starkey, a.k.a. AbFab, your delightful, delicious, lovely... Digital Pub landlord of that wonderful Digital Pub called Cheshire Matters. Alright, that's it, he's muted Okay, he's out Barmouth okay. yeah, <laughs> hey, is just it? Out of the Premier League There you go Alright, All right, and we have a full house tonight We have the Cutter In the house, say hello Graham Cuttle Good afternoon or
1: good evening Or whatever may be down the chair sure. It's Graham Cuttle, right for Speak my truth
0: Indeed, indeed. Okay, and that man, the nimble, the man who can actually get from one side of the couch to the other so quickly to get his pints, we have
2: the gazelle. Say hello, Trevor Nichols. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and the raven, cock cock. Yeah, well, Come he's ways.
0: he's presently muted. He's not coming in yet until he actually gets some manners about him okay and that man stats man who knows anything about everything we think go ahead stats say hello
3: hello everyone hope you're all well oh can't forget all of your listeners indeed big shout out to them too
0: indeed okay and we're going to give Steve the dregs of <laughs> the music <laughs> okay are you there Raven
4: you can welcome on the dancer
0: okay god we hate him <laughs> we hate him <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay. He's speaking Norse again, is he? I don't know. He's speaking Welsh. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah, without a shadow Mm. of a doubt. So there we go. All right. Okay, that's the intros over and done with. And Graham, okay, been a while since we had you back on. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing very well, Jonathan. How are you guys doing down there? All right, I
0: hope. Well, no, not really. With everything that's going on in the country,
1: we're not happy bunnies. We really aren't. It's really a bit of a disaster all over the place, of Trevor says this country is absolutely on its knees.
0: We're, we're done. We're really done. We are done. But we've got to do something about it. We've got to make use of that union, that great union. I know Mark's going to turn around and say England, but I'm going to say yes. the United Kingdom
2: of Great well, Britain j- and Northern Ireland. I'm just going to jump in there, uh, Jonathan, say don't mention bunnies because Steve's out in the woods for a poo. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> I know, I know.
0: I, you know, wh- where are you this week, Steve? Are you in Barmouth? Is that mm-hmm. where you're at?
4: Well, last week It's a long story, but last week we were up near Harlock just a couple of miles south of Harlock and this week we've uh, emigrated a few miles down south, nearer to Barmouth. So we're now camping at a site called um, and Milac. All right, in, uh, just near Barmouth. It's very nice. The only thing I'm not happy about is being attacked by a rather violent seagull last uh, yesterday who stole my pasty and surrounded me with his mates. It was a terrifying experience. It was like a scene from the film, The Birds, you know, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. Very terrifying, terrifying experience.
0: Do you know yeah. what, Mark? I have to tell you, that digital currency with seagulls worked. <laughs> it did, not it? <laughs> <laughs> and if, you see, if you see any of those seagulls walking into a chip shop... <laughs>
1: Don't do
3: anything for a bag of chips. We we sent them
0: to go and get you, Steve. We sent them. All right, okay. And Trevor, everything okay, kiddo? Mm. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) Mm. Oh, that's it. No, you get get the (laughs) coffee I
2: took a a mouthful of beer there, Mr. Landlord. That was very unprofessional of you.
0: Yeah, of me? Of me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Allowing you to take that day. Right, okay, all right, we're going to go straight on to the roundup and we're going to start talking about, we're going to mention this, but we're actually going to do a little bit more. The roundup's going to be extended, okay? So, Minister's Way Contingency Plan for Collapse of Thames Water. Now, just quick comments about this because we're going to discuss it in more details. Stats?
3: what someone else to have a go?
0: <laughs> He's so disgusted about it. Okay, yeah, I
3: know.
0: I know. Oh, there you go. I right, find Graham. Yeah, I've got plenty to
1: say, but we'll save it for a minute
0: shortly. What do you think about Thames Water going under?
1: I would <laughs> like to know how much the fat cats walked away with, Jonathan. Fourteen and billion. Fourteen billion. How did they up that up between themselves? They've been
0: privatizing the profits and socializing the debts as usual. Okay, we're going to move on, knowing that water bills are going to rise.
4: (laughs) Just one second, just one second. I just want to say, this is a clear case example for nationalising the water.
0: Well, you're at one there with... mm, You're at one with a lot of people. Go ahead.
4: These people who have profiteered from all of this, running up this debt, should be held responsible and they should be footing the bill of this debt, not the taxpayer, And this is now an example, perfect example, of why water should come back into government control and people have lower bills instead of funding this kind of uh, uh, absolute, pure, unadulterated, vile greed.
0: Okay, well, we're going to open that up a little bit later.
4: Right, okay, what about
0: France? What does everybody think about what's going on in France at the moment?
4: Well, we're clearly losing control.
0: Uh, Listen, Raven, you've had your mouth open. (laughs) <laughs> for the last five minutes, that's it. Okay. On In other, other words, words, shut your beak. Yeah, shut your beak. <laughs>
4: it's not very nice. Uh, people of Wales are very welcoming down here. <laughs> yeah, we know it's you've no got difference. a fan
0: club called Justice for the Raven, but not here. Go ahead, Stats.
3: Well, if we need any more proof multiculturalism failed then uh well, right it is, is it? isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the thing is they're calling them riots. But according to a police officer, they're calling it a war. Correct. Because people are actually being targeted in people's homes. But um, I know it's calming down a bit, but you can still see there's running battles on the streets now with people who are trying to protect their areas from being looted, etc. I'm just thinking, what does looting the Nike, Nike store, the Apple store, burning libraries, schools, killing firemen, robbing and beating people in the street, stealing cars, and breaking into the zoo got to do with police brutality? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm. And did you know that the police officer who was at the centre of all of this, he had a, an unfortunate run-in, and uh, a kid was killed. But the kid, the kid's parents have got a GoFundMe for some legal bills of something like about you know two hundred thousand euros, and the police officer has got <laughs> already got nearly a million euros in his GoFundMe. So th-
1: they're not they're, they're not having oh. it in France. They've had enough. This is the result, John, isn't it of uncontrolled immigration? Indeed. The root cause of all these things, whether they in America, France, anywhere, anywhere over the world, always seems to be that people don't comply with what a policeman's telling them to do. Yeah. They can say what they want, they've got mental health issues, they don't realise what was happening all the rest of it, but when a policeman's telling you to stop and is yeah. arresting you. You go with it, you know what I mean? You don't sort of fight back because it's just a red rag to them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. What about Channel 4? axing andrew neil's show because it cannot afford to make it how about that
3: and so <laughs> you don't ask themselves just be done with it
0: you don't like andrew
3: neil or you don't like channel four neither of them <laughs> that is just tell me one good thing they've, they've, they've given to society
0: well andrew neil is quite astute in his observations uh you know the things that he
3: makes what's, what's that done to, to save us
0: on no, this mess no 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 the observations are good you know some are are, are are quite astute as I've said before and I think that quite simply you won't see the last of him not at all shame <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're so harsh, harsh I'm harsh. not being funny Johnny he started he went to GB news for this new start with this a proper news channel that doesn't isn't like the rest of them and then he literally totally flipped so yeah, the yeah, lefty yeah. inside of him just can't go away kind of
0: all right. What about Dan Wotton? And he's accusing all these solicitors of always going to make it difficult to stopping the boats.
4: Well, this is the case. I mean, our system is uh, riddled with uh, left-wing ideology, right? So we've covered this. You know, this is, this is where it stems from. doesn't matter what the government says, unless the civil service is brought in line with government policy, nothing will change.
0: Well, we think that the lefties, and we're going to refer to them as nutters. And, you know, in every program, we're going to refer to them as left-wing nutters. All these people that believe multiculturalism is going to work, pluralism is going to work, left-wing nutters. And if
3: anybody doesn't like that, it's tough. Go ahead, Do you Mark. you know what? They're not all nutters. Some of them, I think, talk some certain. George Galloway's not too bad, you know, on some of yeah, the stuff he talks about. A, he's not... A, a true lefty, is he? Well, he calls himself a socialist, but I mean, doesn't a lot of people, they don't even know what it means. So.
0: Well, uh, I was accused of being a socialist. Saying, you know, yeah, I can see I'm that, a yeah. closet socialist.
4: <laughs> well, you closet something, but I don't know whether it's socialist. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're muted, Steve, you're muted. <laughs> it's not going to yeah, be recorded. I mean, you're on a separate track and I'm just going to go snip, snip, okay,
2: hmm. and black you out. George Galloway, hey, another millionaire socialist. Yes, champagne socialist. Yes, Bring indeed. On.
1: Indeed. But he looked the one that cadded on He was a cat on some channel Four show before all That's us. right.
0: Meow, baby. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Meow. Meow. So he was the yeah. original.
0: He was the yeah. one that
1: was identifying as a pussycat. Yeah. He
3: started all this mess.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Right. Okay. What about the police at Pride told they can't wear the thin blue line emblem?
2: Maybe this
3: should be told they shouldn't be a pride. Well, just patrol, stand at the edge, do your job. Not to.
1: Why do they feel they have to wear anything? They're policemen, they've got a uniform. That's enough.
0: That's it. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let me just give you a hint about what the Met Police Dress Code is. They actually say that the Met Dress Code urges officers not to wear badges, advertising causes, beliefs or charities. They distract from their corporate identity and compromise the impartiality of the Met.
1: So why are they all wearing these
0: these LGBTQ alphabet mafia
1: stuff? I didn't, I didn't realize the police had a corporate identity. Corporate identities for companies. The police aren't a company. I was just going to say
3: the same. Well, they deal with policy these days, don't they? What yeah. I was going to say is, with the, if the police were. Uh, at a football match say Millwall West Ham would he be in the Millwall end with the Millwall scarves <laughs> he really wouldn't would he because it'd cause trouble same difference to me stand at the edge that's because Millwall don't at Liverpool alright you know what I mean Well we're on can I ask a question about this
4: uh, alphabet flag now there's a new one I've seen where it's not only got coloured lines going across it's got uh, diagonal lines in the shape of an arrow coming from the left-hand sign, I think it is, with all, all the colours attached to this. Does anybody know what this means? Is it something new attached to this flag? What's that about?
1: It can there be There was an article in the mail last week, and it explained exactly what this flag means now, and the original person that designed it has gone off his head, because it's so corrupted now, <laughs> it's unbelievable so, I it means I've written Steve, basically, but
3: you can think of that flag represents. Uh, apart from straight white men. Yes, that's that part. straight Street. You see, when you put four of them together on different angles, has anyone seen that? It
0: looks like a Nazi flag, doesn't it? Lawrence it's, Fox uh, put something up, I believe. Did. Mm. Anyway, so that is it for the roundup. But I want to pick out a couple of things. But first, first we're going to go to that wonderful man, our correspondent in Scotland, the man that is the Cutter. Go ahead. Tell us what's happening in Scotland, Cut.
1: Well, Jonathan, it's the latest Scottish government shambles that I'm going to talk about today, and that is the deposit return scheme. Now, the <laughs> Scottish government, as per usual, try is to that forge de- ahead with S- us.
0: Sorry, is that the deposit on the syringes?
1: <laughs> it could well be, mate. Uh, single-use syringes. You no, know I mean? <laughs> it's a single-use. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Right. So anyway, so I mean it's the Scottish Government once again forging ahead with something without consulting the rest of the UK. Money wise, I've learned to talk about money on this podcast because it starts. Money wise, uh waste management company invested f- sixty five million on it. Oh Jesus. And unbelievable. The Scottish government through through the Scottish National Bank, which is the taxpayers, invested nine million on it. Circulatory Scotland, who were the sort of right below the Scottish government and were running the scheme. And administration lost 60 jobs and all Lorna Slater, the person that was in charge of it, that's the green woman. Oh, can she, say, she is weird. was the fault of Westminster, as usual, the fault of Westminster. So again, it's Scotland, absolutely hemorrhaging money on schemes that they don't think about. The ferries, by far, with the windmills, have they renewed yeah. have renewed the ferries yet? No, they're still sitting. One's still sitting uh, as a shell, as a hull. It's not even got a name. It's called a number. And the other one called Glen Sarnox is still sitting in dry dock.
3: Oh, my Fill it with migrants, that's what I say. <laughs> Go out and send them back to France. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, the, what I call one still, hell of a dingy. Migrants still,
1: the migrants are still in the luxury cruise ship, I'm afraid. oof.
3: I heard Scotland only take about 4% of them anyway. I think we need to up that. (laughs) It's
1: just another... another
0: you are going to yeah. fall out with the cutter saying things like that. <laughs> I didn't hear him.
1: I was, he said, I was he said you him. only
0: take 4% of the migrants and he's thinking he's going to
1: try and get that figure up. So we need that boat. <laughs> Mark, Mark, see the next you're up, I'll, I'll take you to a couple of hotels and you'll
3: see where the 4% are. Yeah, you'll be getting them all soon. <laughs> okay,
1: so and uh, do, what what is the general feel
0: about Humza and his government? I mean, this guy is actually really, really trying his best to make, like, everything is okay and
1: rosy in the garden. I think that's his plan, Jonathan. I think he's just basically sort of... He's throwing along and trying not to make too many waves, and under the current, he's not, he's not sort of talking about independence and ramming it down our throats and all the rest of it, because he knows the country's in an absolute uproar. Yeah, Local elections are coming up and so forth, and it's just... He's just treading water, Jonathan, nice and easy treading water, going about, smiling and all the rest of it. Do you think he's going to get hammered? He's a nothing, basically, do you know what I mean? Do you think he's going to get hammered? I absolutely hope he gets hammered, Jonathan. Uh, I think I heard Steve on last week's podcast saying that a vote for Labour is a vote for basically ending the country and so forth, and I totally agree with him. Trevor says that we need to lose this two-party system in the country. Unfortunately, in Scotland, we've got a three-party system. And honestly, just...
0: SNP, SNP and SNP? Labour
1: and the Conservatives.
0: Well, yeah, Uh, SNP, I I was was being joking. SNP, Labour
1: and the Conservatives, Jonathan, you've got the Liberal Democrats and the Greens in there as well, but they're they're neither here nor there, but Mm. it just, it's... We need to get the SNP out of power by hook or by crook. And I'm afraid, I mean, a lot of my friends who are diehard Conservatives always voted Tory and now the rest of it are all going to vote Labour this time just to get the SNP ousted once and for all. Yeah, I get you. I yeah. get you.
4: What we need is a new party in Wales, in Scotland, in England, everywhere to shore up the union and protect everything that we are across this union as a united kingdom.
2: Yes.
1: 100% agree with you, Steve.
2: No, nope. Totally agree there, Steve. We've got one. Reform UK.
3: Thought for <laughs> it. So I suppose they're the only one who's allowed to have a bank account. So.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, as you're about to say, you know, what do you think of that debacle about Farage and the bank account? It's opened up a hornet's nest, hasn't it?
4: Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, it wasn't exactly quick with uh, criticism when it happened to other people. Oh, yeah. Like, um, um, that's the first point. But very serious issue. Uh, relating to anybody that the government or the institutions could seemingly want to cancel. Very yeah. dangerous area we are entering. Yeah, in indeed, of,
0: uh, indeed. Fascism
4: yep. in this country, because that's what it is.
0: Please yield to the statsman. Go ahead. I love those congressional hearings. Thanks okay, gentlemen. Thank you. General person. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? You he, sent me a, he, sh- <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a text <laughs> message. <laughs> I, he sh- Saying when when I was informing everybody that the programs were uploaded, he sent me a text message that actually said, "You the cis man? Nah, you
3: the non-binary? <laughs> you the <da>
4: non-binary? <laughs> you the
3: non-binary, bro?
4: Excuse me, gentlemen, I have to intervene here. I'm going to have to call back in a few minutes. I no, we're not going to let you through. back on. If you want you go, you're out. Oh, well, I need the gentleman's room, which is about 200 yards down the hill on the campsite. I'll right. be back shortly. Okay. You're in the
2: field, mate. Yeah, yeah. Bye. He's, off Bye. <laughs> He's off to milk the cow. He's got...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Siphon the python. <laughs> or oh, 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 the tiddler. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark.
3: Yeah, if people would have spoken out when this first started happening to people, regardless who they were, we might be able to put a stop to it. But once they realise they can get away with it, it's not going to end. Yeah. So the government better better move quick on this, because if they slip from power and Labour are in, they'll be next, you know. Yeah. Because know. the left will call everybody fascists and racists yeah. or whatever, and it'll Quite start right. happening. Yeah, watch.
0: Okay. Well, seems as though the Raven is gone, we can actually start talking about some serious subjects and get on with some grown-up conversation. Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay, so let's go on to Thames Water, which was one of the stories that we picked up from the uh, Roundup. And ministers are weighing contingency plans for the collapse of Thames Water. So they're actually getting ready for it. Whitehall officials in Ofwat, the water regulator, have begun assessing the scope for a special administration of the UK's biggest water company. <laughs> I can put that. You know, the government has begun drawing up contingency plans for the collapse of Thames Water amid growing doubts in Whitehall about the ability of Britain's biggest water company to service its 14 billion debt pile. 14 billion. Now remember, now that company was handed over to those people completely without debt. They haven't invested in its infrastructure. They've carried on paying out to its shareholders, you know, and taking massive wages for its executive. And now it's got a 14 billion pound debt pile, and it's actually gone out asking its shareholders for a billion, I believe. I think that was his first thing. Okay, go ahead. Comments opened up.
2: Go ahead. Anybody? I'll go. I'll go with you. You know, here we go again. A lot of conservative millionaires made millions more at the taxpayer's cost, as always. I'm afraid that I've come to the conclusion. I've, I, I never thought to say this, but I have. I've come to the conclusion that we really do need to go back to nationalizing all major utilities. Like Steve said earlier on, nationalized water. We've got to nationalise a lot, I'm afraid. Water, power, rail. The capitalist model has failed. Yes, especially where utilities are concerned. It's failed. It's failed. We've got... Yeah, yeah, I'm on and on about utilities. Unfortunately, we're going to have to go back to nationalisation. We've got to do.
0: Well, somebody's going to be looking for a big payoff. Stats, go ahead.
3: I'm afraid I have to totally disagree on nationalisation. I'm afraid. What about Uh, that, Gazelle? Car park now. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm going to have to, because we're all looking at how it is now, but you want to look at what it used to be like. So before the privatization, there was decades of underinvestment, which is one of the problems here will come to in a minute, by successive governments. The water quality was poor. The rivers were all polluted. The beaches were badly affected by sewage. And this is because a lot of the money went to schools, hospitals and police.
0: Yeah, well, what's yeah, happening now, though? Hang yeah, on. But, yeah, let, but me, let, right, let, let me finish. let him finish.
3: Yield, So in, yield. So in, th- in okay. 30 years, we've got clean drinking water. Leakage is down by a third since the mid-90s. Two-thirds of the beaches are now classed as excellent compared with less than a third 25 years ago. And wildlife has returned to rivers that have been biologically dead since the Industrial Revolution. Bills are actually almost the same as they were if you take off inflation. And then the problem we're going to have... yeah. The problem we're going to have though, take off inflation, yeah, yeah, yeah. And who caused that? <laughs> it
0: the,
3: wasn't them, was it? So, <laughs> oh, come on. So listen, but when no, they, listen, when they this, add to it, when they okay. add to it, well, I've been looking into all this. This company failed because of bad management. They've what they've done, and all the water companies are doing it, is they've racked up massive debt. Now, all this debt hasn't been used for investment, it's been in news for the shareholders. Now, do we know who owns this company? Mostly foreigners, big. Yep big investment companies yeah. China China uh, UAE Ab- I think Abu Dhabi the yeah. UAE you've got Asian, Canadian firm firms as well, well, well Abu Dhabi really do yeah so <laughs> they're not going to invest in water but they'll invest in football clubs so I think something's bigger going on here and they're destroying our infrastructure yeah yeah I think the problem with, well, if we nationalize everything is we're going to then increase government debt so you can all well, right like, we might not take the 14 on that'll be to the shareholders but they're going to, I think the government is saying something like 50 billion to improve all this. So the problem with nationalisation is productivity falls, as does effectiveness, innovation, investment. For instance, imagine if we uh, right, uh, nationalised transport. Well, I could see what's going to happen already. They're going to lower the costs, aren't they, to for pollution and get everyone on on the, the public transport. And it's just going to be a disaster again. Maybe we no, should so regulate assembly. them even I don't, more. I
4: don't... I don't particularly buy into that now. Maybe thirty years ago, would have done, Mark. But to be quite honest with you, I think I, privatization privatisation has got certain benefits as as, as nationalisation. But to me, the very idea that people in a modern society pay a bill for a profiteering organisation to supply a fundamental
0: key in, requirement. It's
4: the it's the very essence of life, Jonathan, because clean safe water is something that every human being needs and i find that to be if that's the subject of profiteering we are in question as a society for the poor and needy who who can't afford to live that should be a fundamental um uh source of of health yeah yeah yeah. living for everybody
3: stats is going to
0: respond to that go ahead stats
3: yeah since 1989 This is regulated by someone you mentioned before, off what?
0: Off what? They need to be
3: held held accountable for this too, because they've put the framework in place to ensure consumers receive high standards of service at a fair price. Well, they failed to do that, I'm afraid. And now, as I just said, what kind of investors don't invest in a company? That's the other thing. Exactly. They've been taking money out. But they've been borrowing to do that, and that's why they're all in debt now, you see. Well So the, the people who are running the company have badly, badly failed here, where others haven't. The, the last, well, I'm
2: still I'm still just going to add a comment, if I may. Go ahead.
3: It's failed.
2: It's failed, yeah. It's
3: failed, yeah.
0: And also it's failed. failed. It's been pumping influence into it, and it's wrong.
3: It has, but the situation we're in now is is far, far better than what it was. So what we're gonna do then is we're gonna go back to that. And it's just took us 30 years to t- make those improvements that well, no, the that government. Just
0: mentioned. The government, I mean, the last, when was the last insolvency? The last insolvency I can't, was... I can't, I can't one, see one second, an improvement.
2: Just it's 14 billion, 14 billion debt. I can't I, see that as an
3: improvement. I've no, just no. read out all the improvements. We've got clean drinking water, which we didn't really have. The leakage is down. I don't, the, think, the, I don't the, drink the, them water. The out. beaches are now classed as excellent, two-thirds of them, where it was only one-third. And, and that is current Wildlife information. The rivers. So I don't. My, and I'm over, one of my problems is we discuss state control, don't we, a lot? And I just think handing over our most important assets to the people who are just the most diabolical at running them is just suicide.
0: Well, it is indeed. But is. I'm not talking about the government. The last insolvency was Bulb. Okay. And yeah. they collapsed in 2021, sparking concerns that this could cost the taxpayer billions, which is also going to add to inflation. There's no doubt about it. As far as I can see, the talks that are going on with Whitehall and, and Offwat and all the rest of them getting together, and I'll, I will yield to the gazelle momentarily. Everything that's going on is not actually answering the problem. Thames Water have got 15 million customers. If I was those 15 million customers now, I would stop paying any of my bills and bring those people right on their knees straight away because they're the ones who are going to be paying for it anyway. There's no doubt about it. They're going to be paying through their taxes. They're going to be hit with it. And I would stop paying your bills anyway and just keep on taking the water. Go ahead, Trevor.
2: Important uh, thing that Stats said earlier on, that all these are basically foreign-owned. Correct. Right? Stop it. Get it all back to British-owned. If you've got to nationalize it to do that, then do that. Get it back to British own. Get rid of all your French. They own virtually all the electricity. I can't remember what it is, but it's something like 94% of our utilities are foreign owned. Stop it. Sell it all off. Bring it all back. And that's either nationalizing it. That's either nationalizing it or corporate investment, in this country. Country. Ownership. Can Let's I just go... come
4: in on that? No,
0: show. you can't. Just... No, you can't. Cutter is going to come in. He hasn't had a chance to speak yet because everybody was talking away and you're trying to take his time. Yield to the Cutter.
1: Go ahead, Cutter. It's just like years ago, Britain used to build its own nuclear power stations. Now, nuclear power, in my opinion, is the way forward with power. Yes. There's no other option. Nuclear power is the cleanest, the best, the most efficient source of power right, wind's great and all the rest of them, but it doesn't match nuclear power. Britain used to build its own nuclear power stations. We now rely on foreigners, i.e. the Chinese, yep. to build our nuclear power stations, which in my opinion is absolute suicide because I do not trust the Chinese government in the slightest with anything.
0: Yep, all,
1: the, all the official buildings, the police stations and all the rest of it are stripping out their CCTV systems, which are run by a company called fashion which is Chinese government run, and it's Biden,
0: everybody. Okay, so, well, let's bring in the if, Raven because he wanted to say something there. Go on, Rave.
4: We need to remember the conversation that we had on this uh, programme. I'm taking a guess around about 12 months ago. We were talking about the very fundamental essence of what this country is and what a country needs. And in effect, there is no plan for this country at all in any area of life.
0: It's all reactive. Because, it's all reactive. It's all reactive. It's It's not proactive, it's reactive.
4: It's also very much opportunistic to plunder the public purse at every opportunity. But also, what we need to remember is the country, the government of the day, whoever it is, needs to have some fundamental responsibilities which are no longer operating whoever's in, in power anymore. And the fact of the matter is we need food security, we need energy and water security, we need utilities security across the board. All of these services, these key fundamental services on how a country operates and provides its essential needs for its citizens needs to be done through nationalised services and then we have a free market to provide all sorts of other services. We need to get back to some fundamentals and basically nationalise the key things that people depend upon every single day of their lives and they need to be affordable for, for, for people.
0: A yield... To the stats man, go ahead.
3: Stats. The problem we've got is the environment. The green agenda affects everything. So no matter what we we say, we we can't tell exactly what they're going to do with it. And I know it's failed, and it's failed for reasons that are more complicated than just so you admit it, that you nationalise it. I've said it's failed, and I told you why it's failed. Uh, I just think the answer to failure isn't socialism, which always fails. No, it's not so. But the problem is they've actually
0: privatised the profits and they're now going to socialize the debts and that is the problem and they've got yeah. to be made to pay for that you know yeah, it like cannot be check. it cannot be the public that keeps on bailing these people
4: out Nope. I agree, but you can have a mix of some socialist elements of public services and also a private market. Who's to say there can't be middle
3: ground? I'm afraid that's how it's working now, and it's really not working, is it? No, I, I understand. I think this. I think this company is a limited liability, so I, I think it's that the debt down to the shareholders. Don't quote me on that. I might, I might need well, to check into that.
0: Well, just let me let me give you the. You know, the the actual shareholders. They're owned by a consortium of pension funds and sovereign wealth funds. Exactly. The largest shareholder is Ontario Municipal Employees Retirement System, OMERS, a vast Canadian pension fund which holds a stake of nearly 32% in Thames Water. Others include China Investment Corporation, so that's their sovereign fund, the university's superannuation scheme, the UK's biggest private pension fund, and Infinity Investments a subsidiary of the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority. Now, they've got about 7,000 employees. That's going to cause a problem if they go under. It uh, is. That, and they can't let it go under because there's 15,000 know, customers. So it, it is a massive problem, and I can understand the headache. And I understand the logic where
3: you're coming from, Stats, but I do... Yeah, because it, it's bad management. And, okay. the, and these people are meant to be investing, and they're not. I do, tend... and, for, and everyone's forgetting that off what? They're okay. meant to be regulated. They're meant all to be regulated. No, and they're, as they're I just, just quoted, the framework has been in place to ensure consumers receive high standards at, of service at a fair price. Well, they're not high standards, are they? If you look at what's happened over 30 years, it's it's improved, and then now it's starting to stall again.
0: I was told not to actually refer to them uh, because my original expression of them, I said off what were about as useful as a razor blade to a hemophiliac. And yeah, right. <laughs> then I was told that that was, that was a little bit too too rough, to be honest with you. Oh so, uh, Well, it, certain politicals uh, <laughs> said was, to me, yeah. and they said, you know, why don't you refer to them as, you know, as useful as a chocolate fire guard? You know, And I just thought, no, I think the haema, you know, razor blade to a haemophiliac
3: is actually That's you know, funny. a lot better. You should better. tell them to stop censoring themselves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, behavior.
0: so So what's going to be the answer then? Well, you know, let's have a quick roundup. All right, Cutter, what do you think is going to be the answer?
1: I think that the boards of these companies, the chief executive officers and all the rest of them are actually on the company, not the investors, not these big, massive pension companies. The people that they put in charge of these companies should be jailed because they must see this sort yeah. of thing coming a mile away oh, and yeah. think to themselves, look at that when they resigned this week before. And that's also. Oh, and they're up. getting mm. their share mm. sold she She will be walking into another job in a summer position in a couple of weeks' time and do yep. exactly the same. Absolutely. Job. So these people should be held to account. They should be up in front of parliamentary committees or anything like that. They should be in front of a Crown Court and getting sent down for a long, long, long time to teach okay. these people to stop messing with people's lives
0: okay well that's a harsh one there
2: from the cutter trevor what do you think bring it all back into british ownership end of okay
3: uh stats man i agree with what trevor said all the investors need to cough up now stop stripping the assets and, and ruining our infrastructure for their own benefit and the last word from the man that's been
0: pecking away in the background there go ahead raven what do you want to say about it
4: yeah, well, in all seriousness, it is a case now for privatisation of utilities and water. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be failure if it's publicly owned. It doesn't have to be. Things are different now to the, to the way they were 30, 40 years ago. Uh, I think there is a case for uh, nationalisation, certainly starting with water. I think people getting horrendous water bills in this day and age simply for something that's the very fundamental uh, necessity to live is appalling. And for the the level of bills that people are getting to fund this level of debt and failure for other people to profiteer and make themselves rich is disgusting.
0: Okay, well, then, in that case, then, we're going to move on. And we are going to move on to the local now. And this is with the Gazelle. And it's another version of Warrenation Street. <laughs> <laughs> and this is about the huge 472,000 audit fees for the council, which is like peanuts in comparison to what went on with Humza in Scotland. Okay, but it's big news down here in Warrington. Go ahead, the
2: gazelle. Peanuts, it might be. So, how long have we been going on about this? Forever, I'll tell you you exactly how long we've been going on since 2017, 18, (laughs) since we started our podcast. And we've said all along, how much is this going to cost me, council taxpayer? Well, this week we got the answer. £472,000 excluding VAT. We all keep missing that excluding that
0: and remember now this is for
2: 2017 to 18 18 this is the one year Work. audits by who are they grant thornton yeah right grant thornton whatever they call
3: well she can times that by about four or five so, right. well
2: you've got a four you've got four or five or six coming after that which is uh, i'm going to bring up a little bit later Wow,
0: how are now they gonna pass that off? How are they gonna pass that off? And it just turned around, you know, every year, okay. And another half million goes on the <laughs> debt pile there.
4: Well, that's so another, Can I just it ask a question, it's, here guys? Is this just simply to ascertain the sheer astronomical level of debt that Warrington is in,
0: or stupidity yeah. <laughs> of the people who are managing it?
2: <laughs> One no, or the other, a, it, no. It, what it is, Steve, you've got this accounting firm that came in, Grant Thornton, which is a massive company. They've come in right. to – to, um, to uh, Stop it. D- d- stop it now. If you do any more of that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> you do any more of that, I'm not editing it out. I've had enough of your it. gaps and your urs and I'm your I'm ends. trying to explain it to Steve that what they've done, they've come in to do the accounts, and they're in such a mess that it's taken them so long after loads of disagreements to do them. Now, in my opinion, I mean, it's just a disgrace, isn't it? I mean, you're talking over half a million pounds here of of council tax. I'm talking about Warrington council taxpayers now. Now, I call on you, Russ Bowden, to resign immediately. (laughs) If not sooner.
0: If not sooner.
2: If not sooner. I'm on about now, tonight. If not (laughs) sooner. It's quarter to nine, and I want him gone by 10 to. okay? (laughs) Now... As Mark said earlier on, we've got 18, 19, 19, 20, et cetera, etc., etc., to sign off yet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll, again, Russ, Russ, rusty nail, go, go by ten to nine, please. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Isn't gonna. Let's go. He's not gonna listen to you. Okay. Well, I'm going to announce tonight. Are you going to announce we're... a coup? No, I'm going. To, yeah, I'm going to announce a coop, and then to uh, when the coop is over, we're going to have a tin of soup. Right. I'm going to announce that tonight. I'm going to start a petition to get rid of Russ Bowden. I don't know how it's going to go. I'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to start going into town centre, set up a petition as a vote of confidence with the council leader in Warrington, and no see how it goes from there.
0: Okay, well that's fine. That's a laudable undertaking, sir.
2: And I will be going out with my big stick, <laughs> stick, and I will be beating people to sign this petition to get rid of this moron.
1: Are you, are you going to do an online one, Trevor? Because I'll sign it, even though I don't love that.
2: Well, it doesn't matter. It's because it's you don't know he doesn't anyway, great, wouldn't it? Here. Wouldn't it be great? You
0: know, you do this. You do this online. Do this online petition to get rid of Russ Bowden, right, and three million
1: Scots. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: <I can't laughs> exactly it.
2: it will be going online, Graham. yeah. I it. will like be like going
1: the lecture, I'll, I'll get a few signatures. I will do. I'll, I'll, I'm signature. definitely
2: sourcing this out. Over the next few days, I will be sourcing <laughs> out a petition to get rid of this council leader. The, they'll all be
1: questioning to say, how did he manage to get three million Scots to sign
2: that?
1: The, <laughs> net, the nickname Rusty Nails will be enough for them. we'll sign that <laughs> half
2: <laughs> that's uh, what we're going to do
3: all right yeah well, so uh, all I can say is please help us just sign the petition go ahead do you, stats. Need, do you need some manpower for the uh, the coup of Warrenation Street oh yeah definitely
2: Yeah, I'll be setting okay. up um, street stars in town centre definitely to do it
3: not roadblocks and-
2: <laughs> we don't need roadblocks we just uh, we've counteracted one in uh, in Western get the women LA. from
0: Latchford Get the women from Latchford. They'll cause
2: mayhem for those people. Oh, they will do, because all the women, they'll they drive the... They'll gay, bring, yeah, all the ladies are going all, all, to... I call them ladies from LA. All the women from Latchford will bring you down their thought trucks and they'll be blocking off uh, town centre. Indeed. Can
0: you yield to the cutter who had a comment to make there? Go on, cutter. Certainly. I do apologise. See
1: when you're going round the town centre and so forth, get yourself some gay pride bands, and all the rest of it and just get that vote <laughs> as well, mate.
0: And they'll say, do you support LGBTQIQ Alphabet Mafia? And we'll just say, no, we just think it's colourful. And we like, we like to wear the bands. Why should they get all the nice, colourful yeah. things?
2: We're Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> they might get a little stale ban going as well. Ban Rusty. Just, band just when Rusty. you're
1: talking about auditing books, the SNP are back in trouble with their, od- their new auditors again because they've not been keeping hard copies of their accounts.
2: Uh, oh, so they're definitely following the European standard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were asked yeah, for hard do, copies yeah. by their new auditors, and they said, no, we don't have hard hard copies.
2: Well, how can they clarify
1: Even, even your most basic club bookkeeper knows you always keep hard copies of everything. That, Liam, mean?
2: if I don't keep a hard copy for my business, you get I'm done. fined. I'm taken yeah. in. Yep, yeah, exactly. yeah without a shadow what's different i'm self-employed they're self-employed what
1: they was homs Hums, answer to that one was sorry we didn't realize oh yeah right <laughs> you yeah. didn't
0: realize absolutely right okay well that's one of those local stories here's another one which is a little bit more serious what about <laughs> this the international search begins to find a warrington rape suspect what about
1: that? Is this a, is this Asian guy with a tattoo above that's his That's the head? one. Yes,
2: that's him, Graham.
1: What an evil looking character he has! Indeed. Yeah. His well, name what's is. He do? Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. His name is, unsurprisingly. Like this bit Jafar Muhammad. <laughs> oh, no Muhammad. Another there's Muhammad. Theme, okay.
1: Jaffar, Jaffa, was that not the body and Aladdin? That's the one. That's the guy. <laughs>
0: okay. You know, it would have been good if you'd seen the picture of him, like, sort of holding a lamp.
2: well there's one thing anyway that's um it's not nice to say but hopefully the girls won't get pregnant because he's known as a jaffa which has got no pips Ooh, what (laughs) okay well he's wanted by cheshire
0: police in connection with a breach of crown court bail and this guy is 33 years old of manchester road and he was charged in february with two counts of rape and five counts of sexual assault and the hearing was at Liverpool Crown Court last Friday, and it determined him to still be on the run. And an extensive search is ongoing, with lines of inquiries taking place in Germany, where it is believed he has relatives. So you know, this is this is great, isn't
2: it? As Jonathan says, our landlord there, the police hunting the rape suspect, um, and it now spreads international as he is. Apparently he's got family in, in Germany, as you said. He was
0: residing as an asylum seeker accommodation at Paddington House. That's where yes. it was going. And,
2: and, and, yeah, and I just put, um, they given it, they've given his address as Manchester Road, and I'll give you his actual address. It's Paddington House, and he is one of the hundreds and hundreds of migrants presently housed in our Warrington hotels. He is suspected of two counts of rape and five counts of sexual assault. There you go. He is just, for me, he's just one that's been caught. So how many more are out there? Now, this hotel, me. as Mark says, Paddington Hotel here, is situated, it's right across the road from a children's nursery.
0: Oh, she don't.
2: Right? Don't. It's. It, I'm telling you, it's 100 yards, Jonathan, right? Now, how many more times do we have to put up with this government putting us and our children at risk from these migrants? Indeed. We've got no history of where they come from, no records, they, nothing, no records of anything. Now, the first rule of government. One second, first,
0: one, one second. Would you yield to Stephen momentarily after, yes, you, yes, finish, go ahead, after Steve, you finished? After
2: you finished? No, no, no. Finish what you were going to say. Oh, I want to finish. Yeah, I mean, the first Please rule. Please take government, half an hour. <laughs> the first <laughs> rule of government not is good. to protect the people of our land. Correct. That even failing at that. Call an election now. Let's get this sorted and make Russ Bolden resign. Okay. Go ahead, Steve.
4: Yeah, I, I find this appalling, honestly, the amount of times that we're now covering subjects like this um, where people who are being housed in this country, they're coming here, they're illegal. We've established this many times, they're asylum seekers, or economic migrants, There's no checks. There's no proper establishment as to whether they they are going to contribute positively to this country. There's no checks to see if they are rapists, paedophiles, murderers, terrorists or hell knows what. And I'm sorry if people are upset by hearing the blatant truth, the hard fact truth on the matter, which is this. It is time that the government of this country, whoever they are, start to put the british people first and their safety and their security and their future first this country it's open door free for all policy where we're housing people who turn up on boats left right and center god knows how many people are pouring into this country the 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 statistics i don't believe any of them i believe it's way way higher than what it is i don't believe we're being told the truth on the scale of the, the the people being put up in hotels there's no checks, and anybody, anybody whatsoever who questions this is labelled or questioned or has their character brought into question in this country. It's time the people of this country got up, stood up, and actually took the government to task.
0: Just like started. the Irish, okay? Will you yield to yes. Stats, the gentleman?
3: Thank you. It's funny you should say Irish. I was just about to mention that. So, our concerns were legitimate then when we. Expressed our concerns oh, over yeah? this when we spoke about what was going on in Ireland, and then we mentioned that they were starting to come over to the hotels in this country, and we warned what would happen. And look, what's happened. And then, if you just want to find out what's going to happen in the future, well, then just look at France. So, here we go.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's got to end. At this is it? it. It's it's not going to end well. And also, I think everybody's beginning to realize it now. They're beginning to mm-hmm. understand the implications of what Mr. Sunak is doing. Promises, 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 but no delivery. Go ahead, Trevor.
2: Right, I have a a, a chatty ratty update this week. (laughs) He's his man on the inside, chatty ratty. This is the man on the inside, the chatty ratty. Whilst we're on about migrants, now we're up at uh, the Lord Diasbury, and I've been talking to Particular taxi drivers. Now these costs that we get of the are a six million a day of uh, maintaining the the hotel costs. I think these are just purely hotel costs. Six million pounds a day. Now on top of this, I've been told by the Ratty today that these migrants are run around continually. Last Sunday he had to pick one up because he had a toothache. He was taken directly to a private dentist to get that dealt with.
3: Oh, that's expensive.
2: That's expensive, yeah.
3: And
2: one of them, uh, sorry, they ordered three taxis for four of them because they wouldn't travel together. Two was in one taxi, one was in another taxi, and one was in another taxi. All going to Warrington Hospital at the cost of £22 a trip there and £22 (sighs) a trip back. Also, they've been run to private clinics which is uh, which are up near Stretton, near the Spire Hospital, just across the road from there. They're also run there uh, to see a doctor immediately if they need a doctor at a private clinic.
0: clinic. This is just unbelievable. I mean why are they allowing this to happen? I mean how
2: much is that cost on oh, it's top costing of the hotel costs?
0: Massive amounts of money. No. Get rid of them, get them out, deport them. If they've got no papers, they have the legal
4: powers to actually say no, bye-bye, get rid of well, them. Well, the reason it's happening, Jonathan, is because this country is riddled to the hilt with traitors in our system. Indeed. And that's the only way to define it.
1: Okay, go that's ahead, it. Cutter. I was just thinking, they're like the Rwanda thing which never came about, what's happened to the barges we were going to put them on? You saw these pictures of these big massive barges getting towed across. They've already spent one and a half billion with an they Australian company for these. Where are the barges, and how many of these people are have been put on the barges? Oh, I
0: don't, don't. You know this this government is such a reactionary government that wastes so much public money. It's not funny. And the truth is that they're
2: not telling the truth about it to the people. If and we they- actually got these from um, South America, would they be called Argy barges? <laughs> <laughs> but they got them from Australia. Oh, That's right. who's so- making them. All right, Cobber. All
0: right. Well, okay. Well, no, I'm telling you now. This is it. You know, I'm calling it. Okay, Steve, get to the bar. We've got Scotland in tonight, and they do like a drink or a four. Let's
1: see that. What would you
0: like? Come on. Back it up. We need some digital currency here, kiddo. We need well, to see it's it it's... on
4: screen. Well, it's straightforward. I've got a rather large supply of Guinness here to meet tents in Bournemouth. We're not coming um, all the
0: way out to you. All right, that's it. Forget well, it.
4: Well, you've had your chance then. That's Muted. it.
0: Muted. That's it. Okay, he's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. Right. Okay, shout outs and shout downs. I'm going to go first. And everybody can actually notice. Look at this lovely, lovely haircut
3: we we'll
0: talk of hairspray. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Right. And I'd like to give a shout out to my favourite, favourite hairdresser, which is Lou, and her name is Louise, but we call her Lou at Clipper 66. There you go. And oh, she does she's a no, 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 no. Okay, she does a great job. She does an absolutely she great specializes job.
4: She specialises in doing day. De-
0: that's it. Muted again. <laughs> right out of the way. Okay. So there you go. Hey, Steve, don't try it on, especially for those who do have hair. All right. Thank you very much. No offense, Cutter. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: want. Don't worry, don't worry, a little bit.
0: <laughs> so that's to Lou at Clipper. Great. Does a great job. Great job. Anyway. Anyone go
4: down there and pay it to sabotage your hair? <laughs> do you know? Do you know
0: who you remind me of, Steve? What? You remind me of Jeff Dunham, and you are right, the ultimate who? the Jeff Dunham, the ventriloquist, where he's got you know Ahmed the dead terrorist, and he's got oh, Walter yeah. in yeah. the case, and Ahmed is so frightened of Walter. You're Walter. <laughs> you are. You're Walter. <laughs> You're him. There's no two ways about it. You know? And uh, I'm definitely, I kill you. <laughs> he'll, be Googling, he'll be Googling that in his tongue tonight. I know. he would be sitting there saying, who's Ahmed, the dead terrorist? And if anybody goes to see it, I mean, the guy is so funny. And I can't believe that he actually took this act out. And he went to Muslim countries, and they were absolutely in fits of laughter, where he's looking around and he's going, are these my seventy-two virgins? And he looks up on the front row of all these people. And he went. He said, "They're ugly." You know?
4: Yeah, I've got some interesting destination ideas for you. Really, you know. Okay, interest- mute. okay, Trevor, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> What's your shout out or shout down?
2: Well, I've no shout downs really because we're going to be here all night. Basically, it's far too long. I just can't. I can't prioritize them. I've got so many shout-downs. I get it. The country is a mess. Yep, absolutely.
0: The mess. Absolutely. Mark, go ahead. Shout-out, shout-down.
3: I'll shout-out to all the French patriots. Not that they're listening, but because they've had their internet cut off. Uh, It were protecting their property and their families. Uh, I mean, it must be pretty bad having to do that. Um, Yeah. I think maybe we need a a coup in France. In France. Well, Mm. there
0: are murmurs of such a thing coming from the army.
3: Something needs to happen because
0: Macron is just messing it
3: all up. <laughs> isn't he, I mean, I know we have weak leaders, but wow, he is an absolute
0: He's a a taking me out, and joined. Yep, need mm, more I interested always, in that.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, all right, Cotto. Uh, have you got a shout out or a shout yeah. down? Could I do one each, please? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to give a shout out. As you all know, I was down at the coronation in London uh, and I had an absolutely fabulous weekend. So I'm going to give a shout out to King Charles, who is receiving the honours of Scotland tomorrow. Okay. That's in Jerry Cathedral. It's on the television. I hope you're all going to watch it. And I'm going to give a shout down to Patrick Harvey and Lorna uh, Slater
0: oh, for, the- for not
1: <laughs> the Again, I'm invited not attending, but going to Republican gatherings at the same time scum of the world, as far as I'm concerned. So
0: there you go. Okay. And Steve, go on. Shout out or shout down. We're listening.
4: Go on.
1: Well, I've got two. I've got, uh, first of all, a shout out to the
4: fabulous people of Wales for it's a lovely place. And secondly, I've got a shout down to Dave, the violent dive-bombing seagull occupying the front <laughs> of Barmouth <laughs> along with his mates.
0: Well, at least he lives up to a to the payments that we gave him.
4: Dave's getting a bonus, I think. Yeah, he's going to get a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Arrogant so-and-so he is, I tell you. Flipping neck, tells you. Well, okay. Steals, steals your food and sits there gawking about it, laughing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. God.
0: Well, he told us all about it. We had the uh, word behind the scenes. Here we go. Okay, well, and that's it. Okay, well,
2: Trevor, say goodnight. Good night. Good night, everybody, and thank you so much for listening. As always. Oh yeah, they'll enjoy this. Go ahead, Statsman. Say good night.
3: Goodbye to all our lovely listeners out there. Of course, all you lovely people.
0: And to our and the Raven. And the well, no, 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 no. He's not lovely people. <laughs> and yeah. Dave Siegel. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. Resume. Tune then. Yep. And to the Cutter, Mr. Graham Cuttle. Go ahead.
1: Day, thank you very much for having me on once more. And I hope to see you all very, very soon.
0: Yes, we're very happy to have you on board. And obviously, we got to go to the Raven. Hashtag, you know, justice for Steve.
4: Okay, justice for the Raven.
0: Go on, Raven. Go ahead. Say goodnight.
4: Thank you very much, gentlemen, and happy weekend. Oh, yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, God, that was quick.
2: That was Another quick. bleeding migrant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, this edit, this edit is going to be a very, very fun thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Steve?
4: What? Goodbye. Yes. Watch goodbye. Out for them
3: seagulls, Raven.
4: <laughs> yeah, so well, I've oh. got to head off down to the shower block now. It's a hell of a oh, trek. And yeah.
0: Trek back. Yeah, with with, hey, with we'll your girlfriends.
3: Yeah. You. Early Barbara. Never thought
2: you'd ever go into a
4: Uh, naturist. Oh, you are so Um, funny.